Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the Dad-Son Challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of Manly Tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com challenge where you can download your free dad-son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode is part of season two of Manly Tales, where we're talking about the Knights of the Round Table. Today's episode is about Sir Bors. Let's listen together. Having proved himself as a young squire, and then showing his skill in a tournament in his youth, a now older Sir Bors, friend of Sir Galahad, had too earned a seat as a Knight of the Round Table. Not only had he shown his skill in combat, but he was well respected by his fellow knights as a man uncompromising of his values. In this he had proved himself loyal to his fellow knights, his king, and to himself time and time again. Sir Bors had an older brother, Lionel, who had also become a knight not long after Sir Bors. One autumn day, Lady Guinevere, King Arthur's beloved wife, was preparing to set out on a diplomatic mission to a neighboring land. Sir Bors and Sir Lionel were entrusted to protect Lady Guinevere upon her quest. Sir Lionel, long believing he was living in the shadow of his younger brother, was jealous of his recognition in court. Sir Lionel saw this assignment of protecting the queen herself, having the potential for more glory for himself if he was to protect her alone. With this in mind, he sought to try to manipulate his brother into staying behind. Brother, Sir Lionel greeted Sir Bors with a toothy grin. I understand you are to protect the queen on her latest mission. This route is fairly open and routine. There should be no need for the both of us. How about I protect our fair queen alone this time? Besides, if you were to stay, you would have a better chance of protecting our noble King Arthur, would you not? Sir Lionel said this, trying to play on Sir Bors' sense of loyalty to the crown. I do seek to honor our king, brother, Sir Bors responded, and I intend to do that by setting out upon the task that he has asked the two of us to do. "'Lancelot, Gawain, Galahad, Percival, and Bedivere will all be here with the king. "'He is in excellent hands, brother, as is our queen. "'Besides, four eyes can see better than two when it comes to protecting our Lady Guinevere. "'But you don't need this, Bors. "'You are seen with adoring eyes by the king in court. "'You have received accolade after accolade for your noble feats. "'I am looked upon as Bors' brother, not Sir Lionel. "'I am sorry to hear that from you, beloved Lionel. "'This is not how I see you.' I have no control over what others say of me. I can only focus on my own pursuit of loyalty and protection of the crown and realm. I believe if you focused more on this, more on how you're viewed in the eyes of God and your own eyes, you'd be less concerned with what others' eyes are doing. Sir Lionel, less than convinced by his brother's words, continued to begrudgingly prepare for the trip. Sir Bors, Sir Lionel, and Lady Guinevere set upon the road to begin their journey towards their destination. Along the way, Sir Bors and Sir Lionel would alternate between keeping watch and engaging their queen in conversation to pass the time upon the road. The weather and landscapes made for an incredibly pleasant journey for the three. Until 
they entered a forest along their route. Once they were deep within the forest, a band of rogue marauders leapt from behind the trees, landing surprise attacks on Sir Bors and Sir Lionel. The knights fought bravely against the rogues, but the party's numbers were too many. One, using a thorned whip, pulled Sir Lionel from his horse to the ground and began to mercilessly beat him. Sir Bors continued to fight off the raiders, encouraging his queen to flee. As Queen Guinevere began to ride away, another unknown marauder leapt from a tree onto her horse, taking control of the horse and riding away with their queen, darting between the trees with a speed and understanding that only comes from someone who knows this forest well. Sir Bors, having fended off the last raider that was surrounding him, heard the distant yells of his brother calling for help. Having been dragged away by the raiders, Sir Bors was faced with an agonizing choice. If he was to respond to his brother's call for help, he would surely lose the queen in the densely wooded forest. In a moment, he made the choice. Trusting that his knighted brother could handle whatever foe was set upon him, Sir Bors darted through the trees following the path where he saw the kidnapper take the queen. As he raced through the forest, even though he believed he made the right decision, he couldn't help but feel a pang of anguish over leaving his brother. With an unmatched haste and precision horsemanship, Sir Bors weaved his steed through the trees, listening for the queen's cries for help. While looking where the underbrush may have been trod on, or limbs of a tree snapped by a running horse. With this almost unnatural tracking, Sir Bors began to close in on the kidnapping marauder and Lady Guinevere. When coming upon them, he expertly brandished his sword, cutting down his foe and helping the queen calm her horse, as they turned to make their way back to the path, and for Sir Bors with hope in his heart, to find his brother Lionel. Meanwhile, Sir Lionel had managed to break free of the bonds of the thorned whip, and even though he was outnumbered, he with skill and fever overcame each of the surrounding foes. Although he managed to do so, his rage did not calm. His mind burned with hatred for his brother who had left him. With vengeance in his heart, he turned towards the path to find him. Sir Bors and Lady Guinevere met Sir Lionel along the path. With a fiery rage burning in Sir Lionel's eyes, he charged at his brother with intent to destroy him. The queen ordered Sir Lionel to stay his blade, but in the fury he heard no order. Sir Bors, seeking to further protect his queen, stepped between Lionel and Guinevere to prevent her from coming into any harm from a stray blade. Sir Bors, with sadness in his eyes, seeing how he hurt his brother, did not draw his blade, but merely held his shield in protection. Sir Lionel continued to try and attack his brother. You were my brother. You were supposed to show your loyalty to me. You left me for dead, Lionel shouted at Bors with each swing of his sword, as Bors raised his shield to block each strike. I know. I had no choice. I believed you to be able to overcome these adversaries, brother. Bors continued to block the swings. I have always lived in your shadow. You receive all the glory, and I continue to lose opportunities because of you. And here, at the end, you are just going to do away with me. Lionel swung a close attack, and Bors, using his shield, began to push Lionel back, but not before Lionel, using his momentum of this push, grabbed his brother's shield, twisted it from his arms. I was only seeking to do what had been entrusted to me to do. I am seeking to honor the wishes of my king. With those words, Lionel straightened his blade at Bors and began to charge, pointing directly at his brother's throat. Then, from the sky, a pillar of fire, expanding the width of the path, struck the ground and stretched up to the clouds, Sir Lionel on one side and Bors and Guinevere on the other. A voice boomed from the sky. This is not where you die. 
Lionel began to scream in anguish due to his fury. Sir Boris mounted his horse and through the flames shouted as tears filled his eyes. I am sorry, brother. It broke my heart to leave you. I hope one day I can help you see what I was seeking to do by keeping my word, and I hope one day you learn to trust in your abilities as I trust in you. I love you, Lionel. And with that, Sir Bors began to lead Lady Guinevere back along their path towards her destination. Along the way, a voice spoke in Sir Bors' mind. It was that same booming voice from before, although it seemed as though the queen did not hear it. Your choice was not an easy one, but you chose to stay true to your word. Staying true to the center within you will serve you well in your upcoming quest. In that moment, Sir Bors began to see in his mind's eye a visage of his friends, Sir Galahad and Sir Percival, along with himself, kneeling before a shining figure holding a cup, glowing as brilliantly as the sun. Well, that was a pretty cool story about Sir Bors and Sir Lionel. I really like this one. This was one that I was less familiar with in terms of the Knights of the Round Table story, but I think this is really kind of a, a a great example of just, you know, what it looks like to be a man. And we see kind of like two sides of a same coin in the different characters of Sir Bors and Sir Lionel. Um, what did y'all like about the story? What were some of your favorite moments? Well, I really thought the part where the giant pillar of fire came down, that was like a really cool, unexpected twist to the story. Yeah, that was kind of exciting. That made it, that definitely made it like super epic and kind of like, yeah. uh, what's going on here? Like fire. Yeah, that was awesome. Colton, what about you? What did you like? Yeah, that was my, probably my favorite part as well. That was definitely like a, you shall not pass moment. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. It, it had a little more like epic fantasy kind of feel to it. So that was pretty fun. Um, but I liked just the overall story. You know, I mean, it, like there was something kind of like cool and medieval about the just, you know, going through the woods and coming upon raiders who attack you and, you know, watching the queen sort of like get kidnapped on her horse and then boars having to chase after her like i just thought all of that was pretty exciting and kind of fun i felt like i was watching a movie as i was listening to it so yeah that was neat um, okay, well, here at the Manly Tales show, we like to try to learn what we can about what it means to be a man from listening to these stories. And the way that we do that is by talking about our five marks of manhood. And we believe that every man should demonstrate these five marks in his life. And those are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. So as you guys listen to this story about Sir Bors, uh, what marks of manhood did you hear in the story? Uh, a mark of manhood that I saw in Bors was honor. He was going to respect his king's wishes, even though it was hard. Yeah, that's good. I I think there's definitely honor in the story. Uh, you know, I like the way that Sir Bors wanted to be a man who was deserving of honor, you know, that he was trying to live in a way that he felt like uh, would be worthy of honor among the Knights of the Round Table. And I think that was really good. I think that was really admirable about him. Eli, what about you? What What, what marks of manhood did you hear in the story? Well, I just saw um, courage from both um, Sir Boris and Sir Lionel because, like, they went into this forest where they didn't know, like, who was going to be there, what was going to happen, but they did it to protect their queen and honor their king's wishes. And so I just thought that was pretty courageous and brave of them. 
Yeah, I thought so too. Definitely, definitely true there. And uh, you know, we've talked about it before with some of the other knights as well. But just skill, you know, the, their ability to fight off the raiders, uh, I thought you know was a really good example. And even like horseback riding, like those yeah. things are definitely skills that they have to have as knights. And you could really see that they were effective at those. For sure. Um, what about the mark of allegiance? Did y'all see that in this story? And and what did that look like? Well, um, for me, I could kind of see like the the voice that was coming down from the like the pillar of fire. It was almost like kind of um, the voice of God, and so like allegiance would be like um, I think Boris mentioned like um, honoring God instead of trying to honor your own heart a bunch in the story of like seeking to um, like give your image out to others and be respected, but that's not your goal. Yeah, that's true. I think that's really good. Uh, Colton, what about you? Any, any thoughts on allegiance? Where did you see allegiance in the story? I'm just like, Boars was just like, oh yeah, I need to allege myself to my king and my queen. But like Lionel did not. He just, he's just like, oh, I want like people to respect me and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really good. So, you know, I think I think both of you guys are really covering allegiance pretty well there in terms of the sense that it's allegiance is about following those who we are in authority under. And, you know, for the knights, they're obviously under the authority of the king and the queen. And so we see their example here of of wanting to have allegiance to the crown. But also allegiance can be about ultimate allegiance, about, you know, a God or a code that we choose to follow that really kind of orders everything in our life. And I think this was another kind kind of good example, you know, we talked about this in one of the other stories about Mordred, that he was kind of like the bad character in the story, but he still showed a lot of marks of manhood. And I think that was kind of true of Lionel as well. Now, Lionel's not necessarily like as bad as Mordred was, but, you know, we still see him as kind of being like the the not so good character in this story. And what we do see, though, is that Lionel still showed a lot of the marks of manhood. It's just that he kind of got it wrong in a couple places. So, like with allegiance, he, you know, seemed like he was more interested in his allegiance to himself than he was to the king and to the queen. And with honor, like he seemed like he was more interested in getting his own glory or his own honor than in being a man who honored others. And so, by kind of like having those things twisted around a little bit, it made him like not as good of a man, but it doesn't necessarily make him like not a man or less of a man, just makes him not a good man. And so I think that's where it's really important for us to think about and try to understand like what kind of man do we want to be and how we pursue honor and allegiance makes a big difference in those things. Does that make sense to you guys? I know sometimes those things can kind of be like hard to talk about, but does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Well, let's wrap up then and we'll kind of close out um, as we do every time here on the Manly Tales episode by giving a question for the dads and sons to talk about together. So this week, we actually just have one question that's the same question for both dads and sons. And the question is, how can you show stronger allegiance to the authorities in your life? So for you dads, that might be like your boss or... Uh, you know, it could be your God. Um, and for you guys as sons, that might be like your parents or your teachers or your coaches or just anybody in your life who has authority over you. How can you show stronger allegiance to those authorities in your life? Okay, so that's it for you guys to continue discussing. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Manly Tales, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. See you later. Bye bye. 
Mainly Tales stories are adapted and performed by Josh Burns. For more information about the show, visit MainlyTales.com. Hey dads, don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to ManhoodTribes.com slash challenge.